0: Shnat Tafshin Pei The show today will be about Lag Baomer The show was sponsored by an anonymous in honor of Rabbi Benjamin of Moreshet Yerushalayim. For all what he does for all the work that he does for the community and for all the boys in the yeshiva. Lag Baomer is between Pesach and Shavuot. Between Pesach and Shavuot, on one hand, the Ramban says it's considered Chola It should be a happy day. But during the history, something else happened at that time and the students of Rabbi Akiva died, says the Gemara in Mesechet Yevamot, between Pesach and Shavuot. Therefore, it became a time of mourning. Lagba like Omer is close after the half of the time of Omer. And uh, it became a day of Simcha. Several reasons we find in the Meparshin why it became a day of, of Simcha. Two main ideas. And there are other other ideas as well, I will try to mention them. The first uh, main thing is, it's been brought in the Shulchan Aruch that on Lag Baomer, the students of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. This is being written also in the, this is being written in the Me'iri, one of the Rishonim, he lived around uh, between 750 years ago. And he writes in Messachet Yevamot that on the time between Pesach and in the time of Lagba Omer, the students of Rabbi Akiva stopped dying. But this uh, explanation has a big problem and the Rama Mipano, Rama Mipano is Rabbi Meir Azaria Mipano. Pano is a city in Italy. He was an Italian Chacham and also dealt with Kabbalah. He wrote very important books. He lived around 450 70 years ago, uh, close to the time of Maran Bet Yosef, is being mentioned a lot by the Magen Abraham, one of the Mevadoshei Shulchan Aruch. Um, uh, Rama he was chosen by Maran Bet Yosef to print his Peirush on the Rambam. Maran Bet Yosef, before he wrote the Shulchan Aruch, he learned very well the Rambam, and he wrote a perush on the Rambam. The name of his perush is called Kesef Mishno. and uh, the Maran Bet Yosef chose the Ramami Pano to print it. it. Means to say, it means to go over it, and also to print it. By the way, a lot of books of Maran Bet Yosef even though he was in Tzfat, were printed in Italy. So the Ramami Pano, he asked a very strong question. And he says, the students of Rabbi Akiva, according to the Me'iri, according to this explanation, they died between Pesach and BaOmer, Means to say 24,000 students of Rabbi Akiva died in this period of time and the last students died uh, on uh, till Lagba Omer and Lagba Omer stopped dying but it was not left over any student so what, what does it mean you're making it a happy day because they stopped dying they stopped dying because there is no more students this is the question of the Ramami panel and uh, Rama Mipano answered that among the students, among this decree that the students had to die, Rabbi Akiva himself also had to die. But the next was that Lagba Omer, the decree, on Rabbi Akiva, um, uh, stopped and uh, Rabbi Akiva remained alive. Says the Ramami Pano, if you had a merit that you, Rabbi, remained alive, you have to make a happy day. This is uh, one explanation. Um, uh, the first is the first explanation why we are happy on the on uh, Lag BaOmer. Another explanation that we have uh, on the answer of the Ramani panel, we find in the Hadash. Think a minute. Rabbi Akiva had uh, one of maybe the biggest yeshiva at that time. Twenty-four thousand boys he had in the yeshiva. All of them died. What Rabbi Akiva should have done after such a big disaster that happened to him? Invested the majority of his life to teach them. And all of them died. You should have give up hope. I'm finished. I don't want to teach anymore. But says the Prechadash Rabbi Akiva He was a very optimistic person. We find it in the Gemara that he was walking uh, one time after Hurban Beit Mikdash and he saw the destruction and he was laughing and he had hope that the Mikdash will be rebuilt in the future. He was a very optimistic person. And what did he do immediately after all his students died? He went to look for other students and he re-established a new yeshiva. And in this yeshiva, in his yeshiva, learned Rabbi Meir, Rajvi, Rabbi Yossi, five students. He started with five students. He didn't give up hope he re-established a new yeshiva. For the re-establishing the yeshiva, we are happy. The a happy day. This is the explanation of Pre-Hadash. so everything has to do with the students of Rabbi Akiva Rabbi, and Rabbi Akiva himself. The second explanation is that this was the day that Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai passed away and uh, he, he, he made up that it will be a, a happy, he wanted that this day will be a happy day and here also we have a big question Rashbi passed away because of this you are making a happy day Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on the 7th of Adar are we doing a happy day on the 7th of Adar we say Yehishem no so why, what's the difference between the time that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away and the time that Rashbi passed away why here it's a happy day and here we are. Uh, it's not a happy day And it's well known that this is the day that Hebrek everyone who deals with the dead person, and they are are fasting on that day. The answer is, the Gimaraim Masechet Truma is saying that when Moshe Rabbeinu passed away, 3,000 halachot were forgotten. Means to say the time that Moshe Rabbeinu died, the Torah was affected also. The halacha was affected. While when Rajbi passed away, it was not like that. Rajbi felt that he is going to die. What did he do on the day? that he passed away like Baomer, he dictated the Seferah Zohar to his student, Rabbi Abba. In other words, what comes out is that the day that Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai passed away was the opposite what happened by Moshe. It was added a lot of Torah was added to our Torah. The day that Rabbi Shimon Ben Yochai passed away was a day of Matan Torah, Kabbalat Torah. Which Torah? Which Kabbalat Torah? The day of Kabbalat, Torah, Hanistar, Torah, Kabbalah and uh, because of this um, uh, so there, therefore Lagba Omer became a happy day. This will lead us also to explain why we are making a bonfire in the, on the day of, of on, on, on Lagba Omer. Matan Torah on Har Sinai was given with fire a lot of smoke on her ceremony Fire on her ceremony This is the way that the Torah is being given. So since on Lagba Omer we got the Torah Kabbalah, therefore, in order to give us to give the feeling that Lagba Omer is a day of Kabbalat Torah Kabbalah Torah A Torah Zahar they are making a ban, a bonfire, for uh, to to have uh, to to give the feeling that this is like a day of uh, this is the day of of of, of Kabbalah Torah. These are the two main reasons. I would like to explain also a little bit more about the fire that is being done on Lag BaOmer. We saw now one reason. There are other. I think we can explain it in other in other ways, also. I heard once an explanation that says that since this is the day that Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai passed away, and and on and also the students of Rabbi Akiva they passed away during. The time between Pesach and Shavuot, when 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 one person passed away, you are making and you are lit one candle, which is called Ner Neshama. What do you do if you have to lit 24 candles for the students? of Rabbi Akiva for students of Rabbi Akiva so instead of to lit 24,000 candles they are making one big fire and to show that all of them died in a, in a, in a very short period of time Another uh, reason why to make the bonfire. The Gemara says that when Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai he was in the in the hiding from the Caesar in a cave for twelve years. When he came out, says the Gemara, every place. That Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai looked at, it burned. It means he couldn't control his kedusha. So Bore said to him, "Did you come out from the cave to 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 destroy my world, to burn?" To burn the world, so he told him to go back to the, um, to the cave and uh, means to to learn how to control his the kedusha that they had. used to say, Rabbi Yaki, uh, well, Rabbi Shema Bar Yochai, and his and his son they were sitting and learning Torah for 12 years, they didn't look at anything, only, only on the Torah. They saw in the, in, the, in the cave only Torah. And uh, and uh, they, uh, since they didn't look, see anything, only letters of Torah, his eyes, their eyes Got a very strong power that sent rays of heat, rays of fire, and therefore everything burned. On one hand, it looks to us very strange, but we find such things in nature also. We, we find in books I don't know if nowadays it's the same the same nature but we find in books in book of Kava it brings it and also a lot of uh, in, in other books also we find this thing about the way that the the baby of an ostrich is being born. An ostrich is a bird, and usually birds, in order to to have a new new bird, they have to hatch the egg. They are sitting on the egg. The ostrich says Kabayashar, isn't like this. Maybe because she's a very big bird and she might break the egg. So, therefore, she doesn't hatch them. So, how does she eat the egg in order to have a baby? Says, says the Mepharshim, she is looking very concentrate at the egg and the rays that she sends to the egg, warm the egg, and after a certain time, the baby will come out. So we see here in in nature that there is something that the eyes has a strong power. And that power came from, from, from since she's very concentrate on the egg. And if somebody will come and will stand or will make any separation between her eyes and the egg while she is concentrate to warm the egg, looking at the egg, she's very wild, very dangerous to be between her eyes and the egg. This also brought a minhag that was in Syria, in a lot of shuls, and also in other places, to hang in the shul an egg of an ostrich. If somebody is interested to see it nowadays, you can go to the shul to the Addis Shul in Yerushalayim. And in the Shul in front of the Avon Kodesh, you will see that it's hanged there an egg of an ostrich. What has to do this egg in the Shul? The answer is that the chachamim. They wanted that the people in the shul will learn something from the ostrich, from the egg of an ostrich. Everyone who comes to shul, he prays to Bore Olam, And he wants that his prayer will do something in the world. That Bore Olam will listen to him. He wants that his prayer will create his request. So Hachamim says if you want that your prayer will be listened and will do whatever you want, you have to be concentrated in the time of praying in the shul. But if you will sit in the shool and you will mumble the, word, the words and you will not be concentrated in the praying and you will think about something else the prayer will not do what you expect the prayer to do. Learn from the ostrich. An ostrich egg is being developed only on one condition that the the ostrich is looking on the egg and is very concentrated on with her eyes on the egg. this is the reason why the was had to hang the the egg of an ostrich at the, in, 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 in the in the shoes. Um, what we can see. Tell you? Is... What? So what we, we are, what we can see here is uh, something uh, we see from here. that This was the power of of Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, that is. Concentrate, learning, caused his eyes to get a very, very strong kedusha. We can learn from Dagbah Omer from the reason of Rabbi Akiva. Never give up hope. Rabbi Akiva is a person that till the year till he became 40 years he didn't know to read he didn't know anything but he was a person that believed in a second chance that he can do what he didn't do for 40 years and he grew Rabbi Akiva. Is a symbol of a second chance. The same thing we see in his life. He made a second chance with establishing a yeshiva. Even though the first yeshiva was closed, all the students died, nevertheless, he gave a second chance. And he established a new yeshiva all the Torah that we have, all the Gemarot that we have nowadays, it came from the Torah that Rabbi Akiva taught these five students, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shon Bar Yochai, is all of the Torah that they had. And we see also that he believed also and when he came to Jerusalem and he saw the destruction of Nikdash, he also had the hope another chance of Israel will have. This is a big lesson that we can take from Rabbi Akiva to, to learn that even though boys, they didn't succeed in the high school, they didn't learn in the yeshiva, in the high school. Nevertheless, there is another chance, second chance. Let's learn from Rabbi Akiva. I wish everyone a barakha and let us, let's start to do it. Have a wonderful day and as we will meet on Friday, Erev Shabbat Parashat Behar. Have a wonderful day.